It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Next is now. So while Congress is moving forward with a series of antitrust uh, legislation pieces targeting big tech, Utah's also been pushing back against uh, one of those tech giants. Utah Attorney General Sean Reyes announced yesterday that his office would co-lead a lawsuit against Google for its anti-competitive Play Store practices. And to help us break that down and really explore it, uh, Will Reinhardt, uh, Senior Research Fellow at the Center for Growth and Opportunity at Utah State University, joins us. Uh, Will, thanks for popping on today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Boyd. It's uh, great to talk to you about this today. Wonderful. So let's break this down a little bit. I think uh, obviously big tech has been in the news a lot lately. Uh, Give us just kind of a little uh, backstory in terms of this particular lawsuit uh, as it relates to Play Store practices. Yeah, so, th- so this one, it seems, is being led by the state of Utah, but it includes 36 state attorneys general across the United States, as well as the District of Columbia. And basically, they're saying that Google um, has a monopoly in the market for Android app distribution and that they're shutting down competition. That They're using contracts to, um, you know, to stifle competition and that they're keeping out of competitors. So this is a it- it's an interesting it's an interesting case because it's really probably the first of its kind here in the States about Android app distribution. Something very similar occurred in the EU uh, a couple of years back. Um, but it really is kind of a unique new case that adds to Google's woes. And, you know, to be to be quite honest, I think this is number either number three or number four for the for the company. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's kind of hard to keep straight how many cases are actually being being filed against these big tech companies. Yeah, there are uh, a lot of them. Uh, it is kind of fast and furious at the moment. Uh, this particular oh, yeah. action uh, marked the third multi-state suit that includes Utah among the plaintiffs uh, against many of these big tech companies. Uh, so this one in particular, um, in terms of kind of that uh, monopoly status, in terms of that app uh, distribution, uh, what else is there within that suit or or what seems to be uh, coming up next in terms of where will where will this suit go? What do we expect to see in the days ahead? Yeah. So, I mean, one thing I would really highlight about this suit is that basically, uh, you know, the the attorney general says that if if this kind of competition wasn't shut down, then in the Android operating system, you'd be able to basically directly download applications and install apps or app stores. But basically all this exists anyway. This, this already happens. And so the world that, you know, this case wants to bring about this kind of new, you know, more competitive world already exists. And even more importantly, a lot of the contractual agreements that they're trying to go after um, fundamentally are pretty much standard practice across the industry. Um, not just for not just for Google, but, you know, Apple has very similar contractual agreements. Um, Amazon did when they had their own phone and the same with Microsoft. The question I think that we have to really figure out figure out now is, you know, where is this where is this leave this case? But my expectation is that this will be wrapped up with a whole bunch of other cases in some of the district courts. And basically, you'll have one super large case that's brought against Google uh, for its competition issues, and this will just be one aspect of it. So 
my expectation is all that will probably get wrapped up in the next couple of years. But the earliest that we'll see anything come down the uh, come down the pipe on this one is at least 2023, because that's when the 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 first of the cases against Google is, is set to uh, have a trial. So this is a we're looking for at least, a you know, a three to four year gestation period and, and yeah. something that could be really, really complicated in, in the end. Yeah. I, well, I wanted to get your, your take on a couple of things. Uh, uh, Attorney General Reyes said that Google is is gouging consumers, small businesses as well, you know, charging unfair commissions. Uh, I think in some cases they, they said it could be up to 30 percent on, you know, in-app purchases or upgrades for, for popular games yeah. and so on. Um, and then he, he went on to say that uh, most consumers don't know that Google has imposed fees that are, you know, kind of beyond market rates uh, and that, uh, in his opinion, uh, he believes Google's using their monopolistic leverage to force app develop uh, app developers into the Google Play Store environment. Is that really the the nuts and bolts of uh, of what this case will be about in the end? Yeah, no, that's that's really those really are the real specific details that that um, that the state is really trying to go after the company with. You know, that thirty percent number that you cite is pretty is pretty standard. It's either thirty percent or fifteen percent, depending on the 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 you know the store. So. For example, the X, Xbox store, the game store takes uh, has a 30-70 split. Um, others have a you know the 15-85 split. So the question of whether or not 30% really is something that's over and then beyond what should be allowed is going to be decided in the courts because it's kind of all over the map with these with these kind of app stores. Um, yeah, the, the the case itself to me I think is is, is far more complicated and it's probably yeah. the it's probably the least strong out of all the cases that are being brought. I have a feeling that the, the there's another one on advertising and just the way that advertising works. I think that probably is a stronger case writ large. But this is really, you know, this is just another case that is being not just another case. I mean, this is a big case and a, and a big deal. But my assumption is that something along these lines probably um, I have a feeling that this I, I, let me say it like this. I don't know if this one's going to stick. This one seems a little bit more complicated and a little bit out of the the normal uh, way of doing things in the United States. Yeah. Fascinating. And uh, just real quickly, um, I, I wanted to look at this not just from the consumer standpoint, but this also impacts a lot of small businesses as well. What's the impact there? And, and will that play in ultimately uh, to how this plays out? Yeah, you know, they're, they're, the consumer angle is obviously really big here. At least in Europe, we saw that that when something akin to this case was actually uh, was actually pushed forward, and that they had you know remedies, so they, they they basically broke up parts of the app store. Then consumers started paying higher prices, mm. and they started actually paying prices, explicit prices for the things that they got for free. So the question that I that I don't really know what's going to happen, and we're still kind of waiting to see what happens with Europe because they really are the foil. They're the ones who did it earlier, and and so we're kind of still waiting to see how this shakes out. But my assumption is that consumers are probably going to consume those those apps, those small business apps, at a at a less rate than you would expect. I I but I don't know. I don't. I think that there's still a lot of really serious open questions on how this is going to affect people that are using the app store, small businesses that are using the app store for for their content and um, what it really means for them, for them personally. Yeah. Uh, great insight. Will Reinhardt, uh, senior research fellow at the center for growth and opportunity at Utah state university. Always appreciate your in- insight and uh, input there. This is a complicated one. As you said, this is going to be uh, a couple years in the making. We'll be interesting to see if all of these get lumped into one uh, big suit uh, in the end, but a great perspective as always. Thanks for joining us today, Will. 
Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, so I, I do think it's just uh, interesting to to see how these kinds of suits play out. So you have uh, an announcement yesterday that uh, this, you know, multi-state uh, suit uh, against Google. And so people look at that and we say, OK, oh, that's you know, that's good. Good for consumers. Uh, we're not 100 percent sure how that all plays out, what that looks like. But we do know it's going to take a couple of years to play out, as Will pointed out. Uh, it is mo- more likely that this will be lumped together or become part of a uh, broader suit or one of these other suits uh, that have been filed against uh, some of the big tech companies, Google in particular. Uh, and so that will all be fascinating to to watch play out. But it's a slow, slow process. And uh, as Will said, it uh, it probably won't be till 2023 when we actually start to see some rulings and some decisions uh, that may actually impact consumers uh, and as we talked about some small businesses as well so very important to keep all of those things uh, in mind in play but again Utah uh, leading out uh, on this particular suit against Google uh, and uh, again a lot of the big tech stuff we're going to continue to follow and I think that will heat up even more as we get to the fall uh, after Labor Day I think uh, Congress will be more likely to take up some of these bigger issues as it relates to big tech uh, as we head into the uh, the fall season there. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, uh, Governor Spencer Cox uh, was very active today, uh, got appointed to a, a new commission with President Biden, Council of Governors, also uh, spoke with the Washington Post on leadership and what happened during the coronavirus. We'll talk about all of that coming up next. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.